go. I do love New York. I know that my next guest, uh, first of all, he's back. He is back better than ever, as always, on a, on a Monday, on a Thursday. Mike Myers, good morning, man. <laughs> I'm with you. It is Thursday, isn't it? I don't understand how I can wake up shot out of a cannon at 7.30 in the morning, but, man, I don't know. I think God's putting some heavy topics on my heart to just cover and cover thoroughly and fire it up every morning, no matter what time I go to sleep the previous night. <laughs> isn't it great? It's quite eerie in a way to me, but... Um... It is good too. It's well, cool. I think he puts a. I think he. I think it's called joy, even in the middle of crap. I just got. I just realized this morning I got unfriended by somebody who I've been real tight with for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and it's again, it's over. Uh, not even a misunderstanding. It just a. Uh, hmm. And it's just. It's just. But I need to get over it. It just I just want to get along with everybody. I Michael, want people... I feel like you have tons of misunderstandings sometimes. I don't understand how that happens, but but this is the strangest one I've ever been a part of. Okay. I mean, this one really it would be like me saying, uh, well, I'm not friends with uh with what's your with Alex anymore because Alex said that my wife wears uh Be careful now. Triple <laughs> Triple A bra. I mean, no, that no, no, no. That doesn't. No, no, that didn't work. What I'm trying to say is, it just it's like it was never said, and yet it was attributed to me or her or some of my wife. Or, anyway, it's just I, you know, it's it's grant me the serenity to accept I, I things I can't something. change. If but. people see this podcast, are they going to think we're angry white men supporting the U.S. and Trump? Because I'm wearing the USA hat, you're wearing the Trump hat. I'm sure someone will be like, oh, what are they doing? Well, actually, <laughs> I hope not. Angry white boy. Um, I don't know. Oh, this is crazy. No, I was I, just I, talking just, about this. I'm sad. Oh. I'm sad. What? Don't be sad. You know why? Because the city that still has reminds some. me of a song. The city still has so much to offer. Did you see any of my posts, by the way, the last couple of night, the last night or so? First of all, let me show you this. This gives me hope here in New York. Look at that, Michael. New York City. We love New York. Madison Square Garden and the Empire State Building. I mean, look, this is another God thing because I was literally, um, Turning around, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Let me. Then I quickly rushed on my rollerblade to get a better shot of both of them, and I finally got the right shot. And so well, I felt you know very what, happy with that. You know what sticks out to me? What's when, that? Could you go? Could you go? Oh, back yeah, to let that? me go back. I know. To it I know how to do that now too. Cool. Yeah. You told me how to do it, and I did it. What sticks out to me is what's in the pretty much in the center left of the picture. Where it says dead end. Or? Yeah. Hmm. And it's not like a dead end, time? folks. Okay. That's why I was wondering you were going with that. I, I got a message from somebody this morning uh, about a, from a, it's about a doctor in Texas who's talking about um, steroid treatment for people mm-hmm. that not only test positive for the COVID, but actually they're having issues with it. And the guy's got a 100% recovery rate for every one of his patients. Not every one of, of it. Pardon me? What's his name? Oh, don't do this to me. 
Because we had someone on a, on the radio who had that similar thing. Zev Zelenko, by chance? I don't think so, but I can tell you here very quickly. Uh, it would be this guy right here. Uh, let's see, Texas. Uh, Richard Texas. Bartlett. Nice. Texas Tech graduate Dr. Richard Bartlett speaks. And, you know, anyway, I'm I'm – I still can't go see my mom. I know. And you know, the worst oh. part of that is, to be honest with you, is that the, um, and I'm trying to stay upbeat, but now that you mention that. Homo oh, just... oh, oh, oh. And, and let me back up just a minute. It's yes. interesting you said that. You just made a really good point. I don't want to get all bummed and this is radio hope for Christ. Crying out loud. Fake. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you for that reminder. That's why this 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 ter Teresa gal who's been in the chat room is helping me drop some pounds and feel better about myself. Said you got How much this weight fatalistic... you lose? Uh, ten pounds. That's it. That's not ma massive. No, I could but pick do you my feel, nose and cut do, off my do you, head. Do you feel fat or something? Oh, do you feel fat or something? Does this shirt make me look? <laughs> Stop. Hey, so uh, my colleagues are starting to know you at work because they're like, so we see you're hanging out with Radio Hope. Who's he? I'm like, oh, he's the guy that podcasts a lot of Hope stuff. So uh, you are uh, in the family now. I mean, it's like you're married into the radio family, I guess. Not married because that's weird. But... Um, and actually, I, I still, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's neat that you get to do what you do and, and how the history goes back and Thank God that history hasn't been erased because it makes me all the more no, in awe, in awe of just what God's doing. But it has been boarded up in a sense. I actually took pictures, literal pictures of what the heck was going on the last couple months. That is a real picture from New York. A boarded up business that says we're open. It's, it's sad to me, but this is the reality we're in. And so there's so many factors. Um, and this is history. As far as I'm concerned, this part of our city history needs to be talked about because we can't let it happen again. Oh, my gosh. I think I just got the sign. So it's boarded up, but they're open. They're, they're yeah. protecting the windows. Oh, yeah. Geez. And yet here's the other part. So you have you ever read um, Tale of Two Cities? Yeah. Well, this to me feels but, like the Tale of Two Cities. We've got. One side saying we love you, stay safe and healthy. We got another saying we need to uh, cause businesses to be boarded up and ransack them. And it's like there's the I do think positivity wins out, though. But what would you say to that Taylor Tricity's idea? Do you think that's a reality in a lot of places? Now? Well, maybe I saw the movie. I missed the book. I don't know. I'm I just tried to come across as someone who's intelligent. Tale of Two Cities. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Because I was looking for the quote, I forgot the quote, the big quote from that book, which is the best of times and the worst of times. See, I didn't know that. You know, I, it's, I don't even like being around you. <laughs> you are so on it. I'm, I just need oh, to Oh, I just Googled it. it this morning as a reminder. But Oh, speaking of Googling this morning, uh, I did pull up, uh, what's that? What was it? The Tide Hacker? Yeah, how'd you like that, by the way? 
Well, I didn't uh, spend a whole lot of time with it. I've been doing my honey-do list around here. Got some things done. Got a TV mounted. You ever mounted a TV? (laughs) Where's Beaker? We need Beaker. You know, that would be really a great podcast with Beaker. (laughs) Beaker, (laughs) shut up. We're trying to do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much it. Or or we can have a visual like in the newsroom where the crater comes crashing down, the meteor comes crashing down on the news decks. That was a good one. Okay, so let me let me share something with you. Can I share something with you? Sure, go for it. Okay, so and this was kind of difficult. I went over and and uh, I saw my mommy through the window yesterday. Okay, and uh, had a little doggy with. Not that that makes any difference, but she was like, "Oh, he's so cute." It's a, it's a girl, mom. Then I showed her. That it was a girl. Okay. What? (laughs) Anyway, while I was there talking to her through the window on on my cell phone, uh, one of the nurses brought in a great big clock that had the date and the day and the time on it. Oh, nice. Well, it is really a cool thing. And she said, Oh, that's nice. Two minutes later, she forgot where it came from. Does she have dementia or no? She does. Because I don't know if you ever mentioned it, that before. It, I forget if you did or not. But. And it uh, it didn't really bug me a bunch then, but it did later in the day. And again, I'm not trying to be a down. I'm just glad my mom knows where she's going and all that good stuff. But that's my mom. I mean... Well, I would like say Laura said, she's 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 been my rock for years. I mean, anytime I have, it, she's the one that I'll go to when I'm, <laughs> and tell her things. It's like, Mom, I got to tell you, I really, I really screwed up. Um, I won't tell you what I screwed up on. I won't tell you because it's none of your business, Alex. But uh, but to be able to be totally open, uh with somebody else with all of your crap in life and for them not to rip you apart because you maybe made a really stupid choice is wonderful. That's my mom. She seems like she was a forgiver. She is. A Holy smokes. And there's, there's one of the points I'm, I'm excited about uh, making this morning. I'm having this Tyler Smith on. Okay. This, uh, search searching for seven, the journey of seeking God seven days a week. And you do reap what you sow. So I guess if you're not going to be forgiving, mm. but that doesn't mean I, uh, I need to be forgiving whether somebody else is or isn't. I mean, cause it affects me, you know, you ever held a grudge? I try not to. I don't, I don't know. And you, you kind of pet that grudge and pretty soon the grudge overtakes you and you become a a nasty, bitter. I try to be the one that talks people out of grudges. Actually, I'm like, you know what? You can move on. Good past for you. This. You're you're a peace bringer. Well, because ugh, I don't know if I want to go there or not. Well, you are, and that's good. Can I, I got to show you a picture here real quick. Oh, I don't have to, but I yeah, uh, go for it. it. And and by the way, now, the, the thing I was going to say was a friend of mine from high school, and I love the kid. He just sometimes used to keep harping on the times he had in high school. And I was like, you know, you're past that now, you know? And I 
I do think those are, there are those that just can't get over their high school days even. I mean, people go to reunions possibly because they can't get over those days or because they want to see people. But then you got – and look, I, it's not that I am obsessed with my old high school, but I love supporting them. I love what they do, but I didn't ever – Think that they were bad, and if they were, if they had a negative streak, I never even thought twice of it. My friend seems to think twice of it all the time, and it's like we're we're uh, past that point, you know. Of of living in the past. Well, of of being in that environment that you didn't maybe like, you know, that he maybe didn't like. Oh, yeah, that and that's a good thing. Don't don't you know. Not looking behind, but pressing forward. Right. And when, when you have somebody that says, no, I'm going to stay stuck right here, but I'm going to move forward. I, I can't move forward if I'm stuck. And if I'm stuck in my relationships with other people because of mm. my stubbornness, which is like the sin of witchcraft. Did you know that's what the Bible says? Isn't that weird? No, stubbornness is not a good thing a lot of the time. Now, I can understand where it could be a good thing. I will not. I, you know, like Martin Luther, who said, I will not, I cannot recant. I'm not going to back down on what I said. And he got the, what you call your uh, exasperation. Yeah, he got extra crapitated. And then he put 95 theses on the door, and the rest is history, right? How do you pound poop on a door? How? 95 theses. It's like one turd, two turds, three turds. All right. Is that an old joke based on that? I guess it is. I, I would No, it's, it's one. I it, I have a feces problem. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, we did talk about your bowels the other day. That's true. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> um, FDR. Was it FDR? One of the presidents. <sighs> oh, no, it was Eisenhower. This great World War II leader who got us, you know, to win the war and everything. Yeah. As president, the doctors had to make a press conference about his bowels, and I think that's hilarious. Are you serious? I'm not kidding you. Eisenhower's bowels? Eisenhower, Dwight D. Eisenhower's bowels. Yeah, I live on Mamie Eisenhower Avenue. His wife grew up in in Boone, or lived in Boone. This is, is, and and it's a real... A real story. Look at this. This is fantastic. Eisenhower's bowels. Eisenhower and his bowel obstruction. Oh, no. You just gave me stuff for not today's show, but maybe tomorrow. Oh, he had Crohn's disease. Uh Huh. Oh, that's scary. Post-operative. Wow. Yeah, I know people that have almost died from that. A, A couple I can think of. Well, I wonder if he got this because of the war or radiation. I don't know exactly, but it could have been something. You know, that's serious stuff. But I just thought of all the things that he had a press conference about, that was one of the things that they talked about. On hindsight, it's kind of funny, but now looking at the story, it's kind of dark. Like, woof. Well, it is dark up there. So I guess um, (laughs) – and and I don't want to live there. See, you're you're you are inspiring me in ways that uh, I need. Alex, I need you. Oh, how do I inspire you? I just talk and hopefully. Make I, sense. Exactly, you, just what you just said. I mean, we just 
I'm like, we started off talking about what, and then we're now now, now we're in the Eisenhower's bowels. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and Crohn's disease, which is a real thing, which is scary, and so is COVID nineteen. It's a real thing. So just to poo poo it is obviously not what we. No, see, I think that's been your tone the whole time, hasn't it? I mean, you didn't ever say it was a fake virus. You just thought it was being overblown or something. I don't know what it was. Oh, well, and with that, I do have a question for you. Do we have a a vaccine for the common cold yet? (laughs) No, we don't. Um, We don't have a vaccine for the – well, we do have a flu vaccine. We get it every year. Um, Oh, and this is very interesting you mentioned this because finally we have another one that has a vaccine in the works – they keep saying all these different vaccines are in the works. I want to see one come to America and finally end this thing. Uh, I don't understand. I, I, Part of me wants to say they're suppressing something because they don't want it in the country just yet. I don't know why. But election year, 21st century, we don't have a vaccine yet. Something's wrong with that. 2020. It reminds me of a high school history class. This young lady got up and gave a speech. Uh, what was her name? Anne. I forget her last name. Anyway, she did a, a speech on the world's mm-hmm. biggest erection. I think it was the Is, that, is there something recorded something. in that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of that, I, I will, and I don't want to be a downer again, but this is why I guess history. she was playing the long game with that, huh? So, as I was saying, mm-hmm. wow. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, history. whenever I see a picture of New York, a movie or something, and the Twin Towers are still standing, mm-hmm. like right now, I'm getting all worked up. Um, there are things we. That. Well, there are things we can't forget, folks. We we no. can't forget that slavery was a an issue an at one time in this country. Actually, in this country. Yeah. And, and from aberration. Said, I mean, holy okay. shoot. That's a great con. You should do this podcast from aberration to abolition. I don't even know what both words mean. It means from being such a hateful thing to finally it being over. And are we abolishing the right things? And are we abhorring the right things? We should abhor slavery. We shouldn't abhor all police. We should abolish slavery. We shouldn't abolish all cops. So I think the abolition movement has taken a turn into a radical movement to defund and the race that I really don't um, support. Wasn't there an eight? Wasn't there an eight-year-old killed in Atlanta in a BLM protest? Yes. Yep. So somebody this morning in Boone posted that they're looking for this person. I don't think they've caught him yet. But somebody else immediately underneath it said, can you can you show proof of the truth of this post? So the guy, he's got like seven or eight stories, bang, 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 bang. And I'm going to from I mainstream media, with... right? I mean, from mainstream outlets, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. The best part was when you hit them with the mainstream. And the best part to me is when the mainstream has to report good news. That is that is fun for me. It's like, haha, CNN has to report our job numbers are going up. Sucks for that. <laughs> Nana, nana, boo, boo. Uh, and, it's, and it may Sucks sound childish, you. but this, this is what it's become. Um, it's become the media has to cover the truth, which is numbers are coming back. 
in ways that I don't think anybody ever predicted they would come back through after Corona or during Corona. Keep saying after. It's so, really doing still. So let me ask you a question. I, I, and for once, you know, I've heard you say, if I can be totally honest, which means that a lot of times you're not. Um, just kidding. So do you think how much of this do you really believe? Mm-hmm. And you're going to get shot at for the response I think you're going to give is all about dumping Trump. Oh, with the COVID thing? With the COVID thing, with the Black Lives Matter thing. I did post Boone Lives Matter. Particularly since he just had done the First Step Act for criminal justice reform in December. And this is, uh, you know, and they do show all these pictures of him with King, Al Sharpton, uh, Jesse. Like, they show him with all these different people. So I think that's the whole thing. And I also think that... um. The, the same people that are vilifying him are wearing the African garb and offending actual African Americans like Pelosi, like Schumer. And they're kneeling and like the, the African Americans are like, no, you're being, you're, you're pandering to us and we don't like it. I think. <gasps> Go ahead. No, I, I also think that the black community right now is also stating their dissatisfaction with the Democrats more so than they ever have before. Yep. I mean, I've never really seen a joint condemnation of of them, of the Democrats, like I saw when they kneeled. And, then the, you know, a lot of people were like, this is offensive to us. Why are you kneeling in the garb and all this? Like, the Democrats think they're winning, and I really don't think they are. And, and I think it's, uh, it's kind of like a, a... And, like, no matter I, what the media says, it seems like there are a lot more going on Trump's side because of the behavior on the Democrats and the... And the media side, they're not seeing they're seeing what is around them, the surrounding communities they are seeing that they're not seeing what the media wants them to see. And I applaud them for looking outward. I really do. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's well, I didn't say it, but I think the you're going to reap what you're sowing. And if you're going to sow crap, you're probably going to. We we both always know that Trump shoots himself in the foot. And that needs to stop if he wants to win. Um, but you see, when he goes to these round tables, and by the way, so he says, he says, I'm going to pressure the governments to, the, the governors and the mayors to open up the schools. He said this the other day. All of a sudden, de Blasio has a plan, albeit the blended days where you go in one day and then not another. It's kind of strange to me. It throws the kids off. But they have a plan, and I think Trump seems to, get motion plans in motion when he says I'm going to pressure you. And that's I guess how he gets to win. So and that's how he gets the country to win. He is he is somebody that I think has maybe has maybe been played a little bit, you know, now he's accused of silencing Fauci. Um I was just going to say not- that, you know, I don't know what that's about, but I do know that he did not want Fauci on there. On CBS News, and I think that's partly because when he was on on Tuesday, I think it was last Tuesday or a couple of Tuesdays ago, and he says, uh, you know, we may not have sports, we may not have a vaccine until 2021. What Trump doesn't want to do is sow no, more negativity on our airwaves, so I think he's trying to maybe help Fauci shape the message differently before he goes back out there. I don't know. 
Well, you know, it reminds me of uh, there's a there's a term that uh, I've heard before, and it's it's pastors preachers are very jealous of their pulpit. Our they friend don't Delgado let... weighed in, by the way. He said it's about Trump, and it's all about the systematic dismantling of America, and I agree with yeah. you. It, yeah, and that's why I was wanted you to just flat out, because that's where I'm at right now. I mean, I, I it's, either, it's either stand up and say something. Well, but if you do, you may, well, I get attacked even without standing up. Even, I mean, it's like, so I guess might as well go I out always... and glory. I will always give credit to Trump for ending the riots by saying, if you don't stop, we're going to put it in the U.S. military, and that'll be the end of it. Once he did yeah. that, everything seemed to have calmed down um, 20 times more than it was the night before. Uh, by the way, you mentioned the Twin Towers. Do you want to know yeah. what they're doing on uh, – and this is a very special moment, I think. Well, after 9-11, the Mets, uh, Mike Piazza, 10 days after it, Shea Stadium, hit a, a big home run against the Atlanta Braves to help the Mets win the first game in New York back from 9-11. That was tremendous. That was an emotional game to be at. I was there. I was a little young. What I remember was they did a 21-gun salute in left field, and I was like oh, hopping yeah. up in the air every time they did one because I, I could literally hear it in my ears as I'm rollerblading. Down left field line. <laughs> and I also had a fear of fireworks, so I always thought they were going to shoot something off like every home run or whatever. Anyway, that was that night. Well, for the 20th anniversary, the MLB has slated it to be the Yankees and the Mets at City Field for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So with anything, even if this baseball season is a wash, and I really think it could be with all the COVID positives that we're seeing, 66 of them now have tested positive in Major League Baseball. I Which means gonna, what? Well, out of 273, I think they said that were tested or 265, 66 were positive. Now, that may not be a big number to you, but let's say they start traveling all over the country to play these games. What are they going to do? How are they going to contain all this? So I don't know. So here's my point, and this is where I, I really get frustrated. So how many people are currently carriers of COVID-19, but they don't know it? Mm. So if we knew that, how would that change how we are living? How many people are MRSA carriers? How many people are flu, flu carriers? And let's start. There. How many people? I mean, I, it's, this is where the the insanity part of it. This is where you could this. The, there's no logic to what's going on. I mean, and when Trump said we need to test less. I understood exactly what he was saying because what is the test proving other than what may already be the case? It could be that 99% of the people are, have had it and they're. <laughs> well, by the way, you're listening to radio hope 9am Eastern today. And uh, he's always got an entertaining thing. Uh, are you got an interview today? Do you got yourself? Who, what are you doing today on your show? Right now, I'm trying to do a paper cut. It's not working. I better be careful. That could work. I could be spewing all over. I have Tyler. Sm content. I <laughs> what? That would be great YouTube content. It's still bizarre to uh, to pull those videos up. I just I think maybe it's not a good thing. Do you know what? No, actually, them? they're hilarious. They are. 
I just hope that you're okay with me being your friend. Oh, you are a good guy. No, I'm not. I got in a fight with my wife last night. Oh, well, that sucks. (laughs) She beat the shit out of me. (laughs) Are you laughing as you say that? Um, By the way, one last thought before we... Oh, that's right. We got to go. Part. Um, So the Yankees and Mets on the 20th anniversary, City Field will be playing on 9-11-21. And I think that is a note to look forward to, a note of healing, a night of healing. And um, I pray we all get there. Let's just put it that way. So, well, everybody's got stuff, stuff going on. So, with that note, what are you talking about? You're gonna have a pastor friend on. Oh, that's today? right. You asked me a question, and I just totally. My poor wife, um, Tyler Smith, searching for seven. The journey of seeking God seven days a week. Here is I'm. I'm looking for. This is a youth pastor guy, um, and uh, I'm just. I get the seven days a week thing because without, if I just do Jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> once a week, uh, I would be, I mean, there. I okay, so he is a crutch. People a say, crutch? well, oh. he's oh, just yeah. a crutch. Well, crutches help you walk. Mm. And there's a Christian band called Thousand Foot Crutch. So I guess maybe if he's my crutch, then... What's your crutch? I don't know. Just get that off my porch. All right. Hold on. Now that you mention that, hold on. Uh-oh. He's leaving us like so many other I women. I got my crutches right here ready to rock and roll. You are uh, quick-witted. I sure. just like uh-huh. – Quick-witted, I guess. Uh, no, you you're you're just so positive about things, and I I in here I'm Radio Hope and I'm moping because I got unfriended by Radio somebody. Mope. <laughs> Did I no, say no. mope? Yeah, Radio Mope. Oh, but anyway, you're better than that. You are. You I, are. You you have hope in you, and I love that you still do, even though you've seen shit every day. You're still hopeful. So kudos on that. <laughs> How's my audio quality? Sometimes when I listen to these, I feel like it's very low coming back. You, you, many times you are so low that it's. It, I don't know why that is. Uh, right now it sounds good. I mean, but I'm getting to. Maybe if I raise the gain, how about that? Is that better? Raise the gain. Hello, hello. Yeah, okay. Okay, maybe I'll just leave that. Well, time. you're still looking good on this end. I mean, I'm, I'm watching the meter there. Oh, cool. So that's good, um, the, the noise meter. You know, I really should get a little mixer and just make sure my levels are good. My mixer is this, to be honest with you. Is this little level thing here on Spreaker. But you know what's cool about what you do? You Tell are me. doing what you... Alex, you, you are doing with so little. And here I got... Here, look. I got, okay, there's the 24-7 right. computer. Okay. There's that's this is primarily for email only. Here's you and me. Hi, me. Imagine me oh. and you. Here is my this is this is for the music and thank goodness I finally got it set up cool. so that it so it doesn't drop out on me. I have quite a delay. This is uh the uh Spreaker. I mean, I got to have 15 freaking I mean, freaking and um I like the setup. 
But right? it's probably I could do with a lot less. By the way, you're gonna do talk about eight days a week. I'm gonna do you one better and play the Beatles eight days a week to end the pod today because I love that song. And I was thinking about that too. You see where it's worked it's kinda of scary. It is scary how in simpatico we are. How um, what? Simpatico, like uh, in synchronicity we are. Oh, I thought maybe it's something you could take. You know one good thing about venereal disease? No, I don't want to know one thing that's good about venereal disease. But tell me anyway, because I'm sure it's hilarious. Well, you can definitely test positive for it, and you can take some pills. And All right, well, on that... Well, with COVID, you don't know. It's like, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't know. So now what do I do? Just stay home and suck my thumb and curl up in the freaking corner? No, I'm going to go out and beat the bushes or something. Beat the bushes, jeez. <laughs> well, I, by the way, speaking of outdoors, how's the squirrel friend? I keep thinking of you and the squirrel friend. Are you still getting along with them or? With Ruth Ann? No. No, the little she was an old She was an old girlfriend, not a squirrel friend. Michael. I can't believe you're talking about Ruth Ann that way. She's such a sweetheart. We've got a black squirrel. Oh. Black squirrel chasing another squirrel Two around. Two black squirrels the... matter. Yes, they do. They do. Anyway, matter, yes. this black squirrel who's one buff looking dude. Kind of like, it looks like it. Delgado. No, no, I mean that in a good way. I mean, I got... Anyway, so, but there's this other squirrel that I think has been, kind of become the... Uh, I dominant don't know, one? The, or... the dominant one? No, like, because there's one squirrel in our pack that really dominates the whole sector, and then the others are a little afraid of him or something. Well, this is a female being dominated, because she's missing most of the fur on her tail. Oh, I'm totally serious. She looks like she's been through hell and back. <laughs> Poor thing. And yet she keeps on taunting these other squirrels. She does. She'll just flip her tail and go, come and get it, come and get it. And then she runs or does she take it? Yeah, it's a, she... yeah, it's a typical woman. <laughs> well, on that note, Michael, I think I'm going to wrap it up here and I will pick it up again tomorrow with you. Show a little tail and run away. Okay. <laughs> it's been great. He's going to run tail over to his show at 9 a.m. Eastern, so catch him there. Michael, love you, brother. Be well. Ed, have a great day. Alex, yeah, you too. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Alex Garrett. <laughs> it is true. We we got to love each other, not just seven days, eight days a week. Spreaker, don't get mad at me for playing this, but uh, I really feel it, and I feel like I just want to roll with it. Have a great day. Let the Beatles ring right now.
is not.